Hello and welcome to the PLUS podcast. This week, Cambridge celebrates the opening of the Women in Mathematics photo exhibition. The exhibition first launched in Berlin in the summer of 2016, containing 13 portraits of female mathematicians from throughout Europe. Now six further women, all mathematicians at the University of Cambridge, have contributed their portraits too. We've taken the opportunity to interview these six women. This podcast contains the interview with Julia Gog, who is a reader in mathematical biology here at Cambridge. To read, watch or hear the other five interviews and to find out more about the exhibition, visit plus.maths.org slash content slash women. But if you'd like to hear Julia talk about her experiences as a mathematician, listen on. Okay, hello Julia. Um, would you like to introduce yourself? Yes. Um, my name is Julia Gogg. I'm the reader in mathematical biology at the University of Cambridge. I'm based in the applied maths department, which is called DAMPT. I'm also a fellow of Queen's College. I'm the David N. Moore Fellow in Mathematics. Okay. So how and when did you choose to do mathematics? Did I choose? How and when? Uh, well, I'm not sure there was a particular moment when I chose. And that, in fact, for a long time, I wanted to do various other things as a child. As a young child, I actually wanted to be an archaeologist. And then I had a phase where I wanted to do civil engineering. And it was actually during sixth form uh, when I got involved in the Mathematical Olympiad and could see that mathematics was something far bigger and that sucked me in and then I chose then to do a maths degree. I can't remember when I chose to be a mathematician. I think it just kind of happened. Have I still chosen? Have I grown up? Do I have a job yet? <laughs> no. Did anyone encourage you, your friends and family? Um... Well, certainly, like probably most mathematicians, there was a crucial teacher in my sixth form who very much encouraged me and pushed me to aim a little higher and think a little harder about things. My family never pushed me particularly towards maths or indeed academia at all. Actually, both my parents are wonderful people. They're, they're nurses. Um, and they always had the attitude that I was allowed to do absolutely anything. But the important thing, there was two important things. One, it was had to be something I wanted to do and two, I had to try and do good with my life. Those were the things. And um, what's it like being a female mathematician? Being a female mathematician, well I don't have many other points um, of reference here. I've never been a male mathematician uh, or a female geologist. Um, not sure. Um, maybe interesting though is um, Last year, I went to one of the LMS Women in Maths conferences in Oxford, which where the majority of researchers there were female. And I thought that wouldn't make much difference to me, because I'm kind of used to this. And actually, it did. It felt really different, and then suddenly it brought it into stark contrast when I was back at other conferences. Um, the women were in a minority. I was suddenly very aware of it. Um, yeah, it's, it's odd. We're in a minority, but we're quite a vocal minority, and it is changing. And how was it different at the conference, at the female conference? Um, just the dynamic. It was, there was more people who I felt were like me, and it was easier to associate with other people quickly. Um, the whole conference, just a whole festival feel about it. We were all clearly enjoying it. And um, for you, what are the joys of doing mathematics and what are the challenges? The joys? The joys are many. Um, 
I still love maths. I still love learning new maths. I still go and sit in on undergraduate courses on little areas I think I don't know enough about this. So I enjoy learning about maths. And the maths research, well, that's, that's the real buzz. Um, that's the massive buzz. I've only had a few real eureka moments in my research career, uh, and they're fantastic. And I can sort of picture them. And you don't know they're those moments until afterwards and you realise what's happened. Can you describe one of those mathematical moments? Yeah, actually the first one, um, during my PhD, I've been working on this um, problem to try and make a system tractable, and I was getting sort of nowhere, and I'd been doing this for, for weeks, months, months probably, um, and actually I have to confess, I wasn't in the office at all, and I wasn't actually working, I was at home playing computer games, and suddenly a system came into my head, I don't know where from, and I thought... I didn't think, ah, I have the answer, I'm done, I'm wonderful. I thought, why is this system not the right one? I started with, is this wrong? Is there any reason why this one shouldn't work? Why is it not right? Because it can't be right, I can't have just thought of the right one. Um, and then investigating it over a period of days subsequently, yeah, it, it worked. <laughs> so, so then, um, since we're on the topic, could you describe what your area of mathematics is about? Yes, so I'm, I do mathematics of infectious disease. Um, so that's very applied maths in the sense that we're really focused on the applications and the outcomes. Um, but it's actually quite hard to pin down what area of maths it is. It's not just this type of differential equation or this type of statistics. We'll use whatever we get to hand. Um, my PhD was fairly mathematical and it was based on reducing a large system to something that was tractable so that we can go and investigate some more particular things. Um, since then, I've been lucky enough to be able to work with some large data sets. So I've had to learn sort of data handling and programming and statistics. Um, and I do a little bit of bioinformatics work, which means you use genetic data to design algorithms to find various things. And that suits me. I like this idea of moving around between different areas. There is a theme that runs through it all, and that big picture sort of drives me. But I like that I don't just do one thing. I can move around between these areas. And that suits my way of working. And is there any advice that you'd give to a young woman wanting to become a mathematician? A young woman wanting to become a mathematician? Um, as distinct from a young person wanting to become a mathematician? It's Well, I, th I guess everything I would say would apply to both groups, one being a subset of the other. Um, the most important thing is to pursue uh, areas and things that you enjoy and find interesting. Um, don't think about, is this a good tactical career move? Will this area lead to this or that? No. Follow your interests and they'll be the right ones. So read the books you enjoy, go to the lectures that you enjoy. Um, pursue a PhD in an area that sparks you, not the one that people tell you this area is the right one to go into, the one that makes you think, oh yeah, no, no I want to go and do that. You, you'll instinctively know what that area is and that will be the same for any young person. Excellent. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. And that was Julia Gog. To read, watch or hear interviews with other female mathematicians and to find out more about the Women in Mathematics photo exhibition, visit plus.maths.org slash content slash women. Thanks for listening and bye-bye.